What's going on, my credit warriors? Hope you all are having a great day. So, today's topic is going to be how to improve your credit score. And this part comes in after you've listened to the other lessons, you've taken time, you have um, gotten rid of these nasty, erroneous, unverified items off of your credit report, like your collections, bankruptcy, whatever it is, late payments that we discussed in earlier podcasts, right? So you've gotten these things removed and you want to start building your score. You can build your score um, while you're in the process of deleting all the old negative stuff. And I'll talk about that in a second. But um, first thing you want to, you can do is you can have, you can be what's called an authorized user. And basically what that is, let's say you have a spouse a family member, a parent, something like that, that has really good credit and they have a credit card, they can add you as an authorized user user and get you your own card issued to you. And every time they make payments and pay the account, partial credit goes to you. So that will help your score a little bit. Um, the flip side to that is if that person who is doing you that favor and having a card issued to you if they don't pay their bill or they're late or whatever that's also going to hurt you so it has to be somebody that you really trust someone you're close with um but yeah that will help um just make sure you know it's paid on time and stuff like that you can use a secured card like a credit card and that's where you can also do to build your credit while you're removing the negative stuff so let's say you have a bunch of negative stuff on your credit and if you apply for a normal credit card, you know you're going to get denied. You can do what's called a secured card. And I have some clients who've done that that have had a lot of great success with it. And a secured card is basically a credit card that you go online, you fill in your information like you're applying for it. And a lot of them have, like you're, you, you will send them money, whatever you want your available balance to be. So you could send them some cards are usually between two hundred to three thousand dollars, but they have a minimum of like two hundred. So let's say you send them two hundred dollars, that will be your available credit on your credit card. So you have your credit card, you use your, you use it, spend let's say fifty bucks, hundred bucks, whatever it is. At the end of the month, pay it off. Don't spend more than you know you'll be able to pay off at the end of the month. And what happens is when you get these cards. It does not come up as a hard query on your credit report. They don't do any inquiries because you're not really technically applying for credit. You're giving them the money to give back to you. So you have a $200 balance. You spend maybe $100 this month. When the bill's due, you pay off that $100 and it, they will report that to the credit bureaus and you will see your score starting to go up. Once you, you can keep doing that over and over each month until your credit gets high enough to get approved for a normal credit card. So... That is a good way to do it. You can Google secured cards. There's all different kinds of um, secured cards out there. Uh, but again, you just want to make sure that you pay it off. So now let's assume that your credit score is good, right? Maybe you're in the 700 club now or higher. You want to have three cards total. And you don't want to have any more than that. And you want to have different kinds. Of course, you want to have the better ones, right? Um, the American Express, the Capital Ones, the Bank of Americas, the big companies, right? And what you want to do with those is you can use one of them to, let's say, 
you subscribe, you have YouTube and you pay YouTube TV or something like that. Have it charged to that bill every month. You have another one that you use strictly for going out. You know, on the weekends, going out to dinner with your significant other or whatever. And you use your third one for maybe just grocery shopping or, or gas or something like that. And every single month, when that month, uh, when that bill is due, you pay it off. That's going to really increase your score quite a bit because you don't have just one card. You have a variety. On top of that, you're going to have a, a mixture of credit by having maybe your car payment, your, your house payment, something like that. You have a mixture of credit and that really helps increase your score. Um, in order to get 800 score, 850 is the highest, you're going to use three revolving accounts like those credit cards like I told you, right? And it takes time. Just because you have three cards does not mean it's going to happen overnight. It takes time. No missed payments. 35% um, of your credit score is your payment history. So that's a big determining factor in, in um, your credit, right? So that's why it's important to make those payments on time. 30% is your debt, how much you owe. So typically, the people with the 800 higher scores, the best scores out there, they have credit cards, the three credit cards, but they don't use over 7% of the available total. So whatever your available balance is, you want to try not to go over 7%. You could go, you could do 10%, what have you. And of course, there's going to be times where maybe you have to go over that. But it's a red flag to credit bureaus and credit lenders when you have a, a card with a balance, uh, available balance on it and you're maxed out. So you want to try to keep it under 7%. Those are the people with the highest scores under 7% of whatever your available balance is. Um, keep your utilization under 7%, like I just said. That's that's a big thing. But again, if you go over, don't sweat it. You know, really, honestly, as long as you're over 700, you're good. But to be the top, top, it's 800 uh, to 850. Make your payments a little bit early, not just on time. Making them a little bit early. 15% of your score is your length of credit history. So we talked about that in earlier podcasts. You want years of history for credit. That's why I say if you have a card that you pay off because you're not going to use anymore, don't cancel it. Don't close it. Leave it open. It's not hurting you to leave it open. Just put it away somewhere in the drawer. Once in a while, every couple of months, make a little purchase on it. And then just before the bills due, pay it off a little bit early because that's history that you're building. The longer you have that credit card, the more history you have and the more you have other cards and house and, and things like that. That's all history, so don't close it. Even if you don't want to use it anymore, just use it once in a while so they don't close your card. All right. Ten um, percent is the amount of new credit. So if you start applying for a bunch of cards and getting a bunch of new credit, that's going to lower your score a little bit because all of a sudden they're like, "Why does this person starting to need all this money? Is there something going on? An emergency? Whatever it is." So ten percent of your score is the amount of new credit. And 10% is credit mix. We just spoke that about that a minute ago. Credit mix is how many different kinds of credit you have. You have your three different cards from three different places, Amex being the best one. Um, you have your mortgage. You have your house. You have different kinds of credit mixes. That helps your score as well, 10%. So 
so your FICO score is calculated using many different pieces of credit data and all those ones that I just gave you is is the total totality of how they do it payment history 35% amount owed is 30% that's why I said always try to keep it under 7% if you can length of credit history new credit and credit mix all right so <laughs> excuse me I have one or two other things that you can do or websites you can go to that will help you. I just don't have it in front of me or else I would just talk about it right now. But if that is you and you can't get um, approved for things, um, do the secured card. And there's another thing that I have that I could send you if you just send me an email asking about it. I'll be more than happy to give you the information for it. Um, I can even give you the link. That really helps your score a lot. Basically what it is, is it's a... It's almost like a savings account kind of thing where you sign up with this company, you're going to pay them a certain amount of money each month, and after one year or two years, however you set it up, all that money that you paid them, you get back. They're just saving it for you. But each month as you make that payment to them on time, that really boosts your score because they report it to the credit bureaus. And then you, you just won't have an open line of credit available to you. You're just putting money away each month. And the payment's low. It's like 25 bucks if you do it for two years. And it's $48, I believe, is if you do it for one year. Um, and they have all kinds of different options. But it's basically you're putting money away a little bit at a time each month. And then at the end of the year or two years, however long you do it, you'll get all that money back to you. It's like a little temporary savings account. So... Keep that in mind. I can send you that information. Um, but hope that helps you on approving your score. It's a game. It's a process. One thing I forgot to talk about earlier. When you start challenging all these um, collections, expect to get phone calls from these collection people saying, hey, I see you're challenging this. or you're, They're going to send you mail saying, hey, you're challenging this. We need you to fill out all this information about you so we can verify and they're going to ask for your social, all this stuff. Do not fill any of that paperwork out. Throw it away because you're helping them in their investigation process. And that's what they're trying to trick you into doing. What I always tell clients, if you don't do this already, when you're starting to challenge your, your credit and, and the collections and all that, you're going to start getting phone calls from numbers you don't know. And that's these collection agencies trying to talk to you and verify who you are and ask you questions. If you get a call from a phone number that you do not know, do not answer it. Let it go to voicemail. Do not call them back. And they will call you from numbers that are from within your own area code. So to make it look like it's somebody local that you may know. So do not answer during this credit repair time because they're going to trick you and it's just going to hurt you. So... Hopefully that's some good information for you. That's pretty much the end of this training for credit repair. I'm going to start doing a podcast now with scenarios that some of my customers have and what they've been through. And we will talk about them and learn from them. And hopefully that will help you all out very much. But again, email me, whatever you need. God bless and stay safe.